0: on Local Now, Channel
1: 525.
2: The AP, it's Joe Biden's intention to seek re-election.
0: He says he's not done. He's not finished what he started. And that's what's important.
2: The first lady who took time out of her visit to Africa says all that's left is a time and a place for the announcement. Pretty much. Aides to President Biden have said an announcement is likely to come in April, after the end of the first fundraising quarter. I'm Shelley Adler.
1: Meanwhile, the House Committee on Education and the Workforce is investigating whether the University of Pennsylvania violated any laws related to President Biden's classified documents probe.
3: In a letter sent to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona Friday, Chairwoman Virginia Fox from North Carolina and three other committee Republicans demanded documents and communications between the Department of Education and the university concerning classified material found at its Penn-Biden Center in Washington, D.C. The lawmakers voiced concerns about whether the university's mishandling of such documents poses a national security threat. GOP representatives Jim Banks of Indiana, James Comer of Kentucky, and Michelle Steele of California co-signed the letter. Last November, some classified documents were reportedly found at the Penn-Biden Center, a think tank where Biden used an office as vice president. Edwin Mora, Washington.
1: Ukraine's leader is pledging to push for victory in 2023 as he and other Ukrainians mark the somber anniversary of the Russian invasion that upended their lives and Europe's security. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 336 points, the Nasdaq dropped 195, the S&P 500 lower by 42, oil down up to 76.32 a barrel. More at Town Hall. (laughs)
4: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger.
5: Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams and happy Friday. To everybody, uh, as we enter into another wonderful weekend, and this weekend will most likely be a little warmer. Than normal for February, but also beautiful. And I want to let you know I appreciate the opportunity to join you as we usher in, actually, the last weekend in the month of February. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. Presented by Topaz Clinical Research and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Florida Door Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. We once again are at that time of year in high school sports throughout Florida where we are moving from winter sports into spring sports. In fact, for the most part, we've pretty much already moved. Uh, Spring sports are starting to get underway. I just left the Apopka versus Lake Brantley Baseball game over at Lake Brantley. Um, that didn't turn out so great. Popka lost uh, ten to nothing to the Patriots. But anyway, the point is that we are going to on the program continue to talk about some of the outstanding teams from winter sports at Apopka High, and and also later we'll look forward to speaking with Coach Aaron Crawford, and he's going to give us a more of a comprehensive overview of both wrapping up some of the winter sports and also what to look forward look for as we evolve into spring and, and let me before we leave the subject of a Popka baseball we did have an outstanding game on Monday night on the road at Lake Howell in a dramatic come from behind extra innings win so um, you know had some good things already happen uh, this year and of course uh, part of uh, you know we have had some you know more most recently a tough outing over at Lake Brantley this afternoon But right now, we look forward to being joined by the head coach of Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer, Coach Kim Perrine, and she's going to to bring us up to date on the outstanding season that Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer had. In fact, they captured a district championship, their first district championship in several years, and are one of the programs on campus that had an outstanding season in the 2022-2023 uh, academic year. Now let's go to coach Kim Perine right now. Hello coach. Thank you for joining us.
6: Oh, thank you for having me as always.
5: It's great to, to have you back again to give an overview now of your season. You know, you joined us a couple of weeks ago and, uh, your girls had just captured a district championship. You had won a, um, additional playoff games after that and had advanced uh, to the next round. And you were on the road at Bartram Trail uh, against a real powerhouse team. Um, unfortunately, you did not come. Um, we were, vic- were not victorious in that in that game, which ended the season. But I'm ha- pleased to have you back to give a, a more of a comprehensive overview of the of a season uh, that was one of the most successful in, in recent years for a Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer.
6: Yeah, um, I'm happy to be here and talk about our season. Uh, we did have a great season and I'm very proud of the girls and the parent support and the community support. And, um, it, it didn't turn out as we wanted it to, but Barton Trail is still on the road to win the state championship. So I guess, you know, um, we lost to the best.
5: Now, can you now looking back revisit and and some of this you know we talked about before, but we have new listeners every week as well, and a lot of this is important too. You know, I think it, from what I gather from from speaking with you uh, several times about this season, going into the season, there were quite a few question marks. You had kind of a different makeup of the team in terms of um, you know both veteran uh, seniors. Um, with with a lot of experience in the program you also had some younger girls coming into the program that were not were talented but not experienced and you know that kind of mix uh, always leads to question marks um obviously for you for your team it turned out very well just can you talk about just the the way the season unfolded and how things did come together
6: yeah um well you know seniors always lead the pack I am um, sometimes just a figurehead and I try to do things tactically and technically for them to advance them as players. Um, but the senior leadership that we had this year was unbelievable, um, both academically and on the field. We actually led the winter sports in our GPA. I think we had the highest GPA at like a 3.8. Um, and some of our seniors had which was crazy and awesome Um, but they did a great job leading the younger players and then the younger players just you know did their jobs and did what uh, they needed to do in order to be successful and um, we had a great season because of that and a lot of times it has to do with your senior leadership and uh, I was very thankful to have really great leadership.
5: And now, can you talk about, we haven't talked too much about this um, before, but can you talk about some of your strategies and and your style of play and and how that uh, led to be a successful season?
6: We did a lot more um, film, so we actually went in and looked at a lot more film on teams, which we didn't have in the past, which um, now they have video cameras at the stadium that uh, film the game. And we did a lot more strateg- strategical things in order to um, combat the other team. So, you know, a team had um, a, a outstanding scorer. Uh, we tried to mark her out of the game and then just play like a four back or um, a three, four kind of positioning, which helped us. Strategically, and um, which I hadn't done as a coach in the past, which I think was very beneficial.
5: French, we're glad you're joining us as we usher in a, another weekend throughout Central Florida and the state of Florida. On Blue Darter Sports Central, right now we're speaking with Coach Kim Perrine. She's the head girls' soccer coach at Apopka High School. And as we're hearing, the girls had an outstanding season this year, they captured a district championship. And uh, certainly had a, I would say, exceeded expectations for the team and the program for this season. And coach, now can you talk about you know some of the um, you know, the rivalries that that we have uh, in in girls soccer at Apopka? Because I know this is a you know Central Florida is a hotbed for uh, a number of sports, but especially for 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 girls soccer. And a lot of these girls start playing at a very serious level at a very young age. And we have a number of outstanding programs throughout Central Florida, which lead to obviously very competitive um, rivalries, uh, both in, in the in the regular season and also in the postseason. Can you talk about some of the, the big games, if you will, or some of the, um, you know, that, that, we, that we played this year?
6: Yeah. So um, in our district, it's our, our district is very tough to even get out of. Um, we have probably out of four main teams, we have Lake Brantley, ourselves, uh, West Orange, and Eastridge. Ridge. And um, all those teams are super competitive, and all those girls play club outside of high school soccer, which is always beneficial um, in formulating a high school team. And uh, Lake Brantley was always our Achilles heel and we beat them in the semifinals in the district. So advanced to Eastridge in the district, which was undefeated in their season. And we ended up beating them and we had to beat them twice um, because we had to play them again in the, in the region. Um, And then our region is probably one of the most difficult to advance from because then we, Went ahead and played Barton Trail after our Eastridge win in the quarterfinals, and we had to go play them in Jacksonville. And they were undefeated and also ranked number one in the nation. Um, so we we didn't do as well as we wanted to do, but at the same time, it was a great experience for the girls. And we do have a lot of young girls on the team that will be returning. So I think that they'll that kind of left a sour taste in their mouth where they're going to be wanting to be back for more next season for sure. And we're just going to try to continue them um, and encourage them to play club soccer and do the things that they need to do uh, technically outside of our tactical play um, as a unit at a pocket soccer and hopefully have another successful season next season.
5: Thank you for sharing those insights because, yes, that was um, – you know, You had a, a very successful season against a lot of really stiff competition, and that's, uh, as you said, in your own district, which is one of our – if not the toughest in the state – also, yeah. other um, regular season games. And then, of course, into the postseason, which was extraordinarily uh, you know, uh, competitive and played really outstanding teams, which, as you said, included Bartram Trail, ranked number one, in, not just in Florida, but in the nation. But, I mean, that's that's, yeah. that's what leads to a, a very successful season. You, you played, well, you played yeah, the best and I, I, and I did well.
6: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that they're used to that they were so young that um, they just kind of had that Negativity activity of this is what we're supposed to be doing so that was also an awesome factor in it that they really didn't um have that scare factor or that wow factor um and I've told the girls all season like we want to be the team that people say we don't want to play a pasta instead of us saying we don't want to play this team or we don't want to play that team they you know they might not be in our, in our field range or our level because, you know, ultimately it's a ball in a field and, you know, anyone can go down at any time.
5: No, so it's kind of
6: fun. It was kind of fun to, to see them just get that title for our seniors because they've been trying to work so hard for it for the last four years. And for those young guys to kind of push them through and get it for them was awesome. And I hope to continue that again
5: in future seasons. Great philosophy, and and thank you for sharing. We've got a break coming up right now. Uh, Coach, could you stick around with us for another 10 minutes or so? Absolutely. Great. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Kim Perrine. She's the head soccer coach for for girls soccer at Apopka High School. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll we'll be right back. And then later in our program, we look forward to speaking with Coach Aaron Crawford. He's the athletic director at Apopka. And then later in the show... We'll catch up with a coaching legend, not from Apopka, but from Oak Ridge High School. Coach John Hemmer will join us later on Blue Darter Sports Central. So please stay with us. We'll be right back.
4: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
7: Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando. Doctor Patrick Saint Germain. Don't go away. More great
8: sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Since
7: 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Lots of channels, nothing to watch,
8: especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching, the new Salem News Channel straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv.
7: Topaz Clinical Research is enrolling patients in a clinical trial for OCD. If you or someone you love is experiencing OCD symptoms and the current medication is just not working, then you may qualify to participate in a clinical trial at Topaz Clinical Research in Apopka. Call them today at 407-703-4342 or visit them at topazclinicalresearch.com. Right now, during Staples sit select chairs are up to 50% off. by the Union and Scale Essentials Meshback Task Chair, now just $89.99 at Staples. And store-only offer ends February 18th, while supplies last. Staples, the working and learning and saving store.
0: Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more.
8: Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. Go. AM 950 FM 94.9. The
4: Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now here's Roger.
5: Welcome back and happy Friday, friends. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's the program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni, presented by Topaz Clinical Research, and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, and by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution, and you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Right now, we're speaking with Coach Kim Perrine. She's the head girls soccer coach at Apopka, and her team just finished an outstanding season, played some of the toughest teams in the state of Florida, advanced deep into the playoffs, won a district championship, and she's giving us an overview of the season right now. A little bit later, about 730, we look forward to Catching up with Coach Aaron Crawford, he's the Athletic Director at Popkin. and he'll give us an overview of both wrapping up the winter sports um, and some of the top programs and top successes uh, from the winter sports, which of course includes Popka High School Girls Soccer, and look ahead to spring sports as well, and then in our final segment, we look forward to speaking with a coaching legend. He's not from a but he had established uh, an extraordinary program and career at Oak Ridge High School as the track coach there where he captured five state championships. I'm talking, of course, about coach John Hemmer of Oak formerly of Oak Ridge, and he'll give us an overview of the landscape current landscape from his perspective of high school sports throughout uh, Central, throughout Florida. In the country, for that matter, but right now let's go back to Coach Kim Perine. She's the head coach of Apopka Blue Raider girls soccer. And Coach, I'd like to um, now just ask you a little bit. Go back to once again to your background, which was was outstanding um, as a player in soccer. You played in that outstanding program over at Lake Brantley, and as you've shared with us, uh, had a great career at UCF in a highly successful uh, program. Can you talk about how your experiences as a player specifically helped to prepare you uh, to, to be a coach and, and to be a successful coach?
6: Well, <clears throat> yes. Um, I think that as a player and being a player coach means that a lot of times I'm approachable, um, which is always a good thing. And especially in girls sports um, where I, you know, I don't. I don't know the end all be all of everything, and sometimes I do uh, listen to the players, of course, at appropriate times. But um, they do come to me with suggestions or different theories of the game or different um, things that maybe we should do tactically in the game because. You know, as a player, you see things visually sometimes that you don't see as a coach on the sideline. I'm looking more at the big picture and sometimes I don't see the intricate parts. Um, so as a player coach, I think that, uh, I, I know I use my experience and, you know, there were some things that I saw as a player that maybe I would love to have had my coach listen to. Um, and so as, a coach now i do listen to them um if it's within our realm to um, achieve then i'm all for it Um, and i was a i was a big goal scorer so i definitely work on shooting a lot um, with my players and seeing the vision of the goal all the time and when you're within the 18 yard box or right outside the 18-yard box, like try to hit the target and try to get some goals. And this season we did it with 93 goals for the season and the national average is 47. So I think we achieved that. Um, And then I have a great assistant coach who is fantastic and has been very helpful because I haven't had one in five years. And so he gives me a little bit more insight as well as the players and um, we we made it
5: work this season. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing your insights. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on this wonderful Friday evening. Right now we're speaking with Coach Kim Perine, the head girls soccer coach at Apopka High School, and you're listening to Blue Arter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. And Coach, this is a question. I ask almost every coach I talk to this question. Hopefully I'm not beginning to sound like a broken record, but I think it's an important topic. And, you know, observing... the the landscape of of high school and youth sports, as I do, and I'm a very close observer and have been all my life, literally, um, a former player in in various sports, a former coach. Um, I, you know, I kind of, you know, obviously change is inherent in life and things are going to change. But one of the things that's really a lot different uh, in recent years is certainly uh, the advent of social media, and its potential to impact, you know, say, shall we say coach player relationships or, or the whole uh-huh. p- playing and coaching experience. And what I mean by that, I think we all know anybody who's ever attended a game. Um, and this goes back to when I was three years old, <laughs> knows that there's going to be commentary from the stands um, and there are always oh, yeah. going to be, be um, you know, parents that aren't happy. I, that's just part of the, yeah. the whole situation. But now, um, looking at social media, social media just gives that whole phenomenon, you know, an extraordinarily uh, huge platform to, to, you know, to to, to increase exponentially. Um, Can you just uh, address that, and and is that a challenge that that you have to deal with and coaches have to deal with today?
6: Now, for sure, um, I tend to not... uh you know i I with the girls, I just we have one app that we communicate with, um, and it's just me and them um, when practices, what time practices, what time is our game, um, and if you guys are posting anything, make sure it's positive. um if I hear of any negativity or any kind of things that you're trying to trash talk other other players or other. Um, teams I'm not a part of that and nor would I accept that and if I ever caught wind of that then there would be consequences for that Um, as far as like parents are concerned um, there is you know I just want them to be supportive Uh, we have one parent meeting at the beginning of the season which We discussed that, and then that's the end of it. And at the end of the game, I just want them to say, you know, great job, girls, and let's live another day, or if that's the end of our season, you know, thanks for a great season. And um, we move on from there. You can't, you know, you're always going to have, as a coach, you're always going to have some haters, um, and that's okay because that comes with the territory. Um, and I just, I just try to stay focused throughout the season and I try to, you know, um, not engage in that as much as possible. And, you know, it's between me and the girls. And when we have the banquet at the season, at the end of the season, it's between me and, and our squad and our team, you know, they're 14 to 18 years old. So, you know, they're, they're making that transition into adulthood. So I think that they, they make that decision to be a part of the team and stay positive and just try to keep that positivity and I think we definitely did that this season. Um, I, I do not um, allow uh, hatred towards any other player or any other teammate or any other team for that matter because we're all putting in the grind and we're putting in the work and we're all, you know, at the end of the day doing the exact same thing so there's no hate.
5: Thank you for sharing. It. Yeah, great, great insights, and uh, just from your answers there, it's obvious to see why you've had such success. Um, I just want to respond, and we've only got a couple more minutes. But one of the things you point out, one thing I wasn't even thinking about um, when I asked that question, uh, but, <laughs> Sorry. I have, but I have encountered, I have encountered uh, surprisingly, shockingly, is. Yeah, I was thinking more about the whole parent, you know, within the program noise, if you will. But one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I have observed in recent years are players. Well, well, first of all, there's the players taunting players from other teams. And, and, and as you pointed yeah. out, that's not good. And I was very thrilled to hear that you you did not tolerate that or you don't accept no. that um, at a pop good um And then it's even spilled over to players taunting, if you will, trolling, um coaches from opposing teams and one of the most appalling things i've seen recently was the coach of the players doing that uh defending the players <laughs> so, no. so so anyway i no. just uh, it, been... i
6: mean i am listen roger i'm from the old school i am face to face mano y mano so um i am not about posting anything that's going to taunt anybody or say anything that i'm not going to say to somebody's um, faith, and we are not of that nature. If we lose the game, we're shaking everybody's hand. We're shaking the referee's hand. We're thanking the parents. Um, if we win the game, we're doing the exact same thing.
5: Well, it's very that's refreshing, bottom line. refreshing to hear, and, and I, I appreciate the leadership that you uh, exhibit a um, Popka, um, as well as the, the uh, excellent success of your program. And it's great to have you share a little bit with us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach Kim Prye, head soccer coach, girls soccer coach at Apopka High School. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break. You'll hear some news, and then we'll be back at uh, after the break with Coach Aaron Crawford, the athletic director of at Apopka. We'll get an overview um, and a review of the winter sports and an and an and an upcoming overview of the upcoming spring sports uh, at Apopka High School. So. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central, sponsored by our friends at Topaz Clinical Research, and you can find out more about them at topazclinicalresearch.com. We'll be right back.
4: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
7: Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away, more great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org.
8: Hi, Blue Book Service Center is your authorized tire, brake, steering, air-conditioned engine, and more repair center. We offer discount fleet pricing to everyone. Call Ron or Dave
3: at 407 321 Blue Book Service Center, the smart choice for car repairs.
2: Are you or someone you love struggling with an addiction to drugs or alcohol and want to be set free from the chains of addiction? Then call Addiction Helpline America right now to get the help you need. From drug and alcohol addiction to dual diagnosis treatment, we provide a confidential helpline to help people like you get sober and live happy, substance-free lives.
5: Treatment helped me get my life back. I was so addicted, the only person I could focus on was myself and what I needed. I hit rock bottom and lost everything. Through treatment, I was able to overcome those demons and focus on my family
0: again. I used until I overdosed and almost died. That was the end of the road for me. After seeking treatment, I now have hope. I learned skills that help me deal with life on life's terms.
2: 800 485 8764. 800 485 8764. 800 485 8764. That's 800 485 8764.
0: Every day is a new day with its new promises and challenges. Hello, I am Karen Eastry, attorney. We would all agree that problems are easier to deal with when we have a plan in place. This is especially true when dealing with probate. A will that reflects your wishes can help your family after you are gone. A power of attorney is the ideal tool to assist your family through some of life's biggest challenges. A trust may be a tool for you to manage assets for years to come. These are just some of the resources we can prepare on your behalf so you have a plan that reflects your wishes and fulfills your desire for a legacy. I share your values and I would like to help you put your wishes down on paper. Call today for more information to discuss estate planning or probate matters. Karen Estry, Attorney, 407-869-0900. That's 407-869-0900 or go Go online to AltamontLaw.com. Offices, Altamont Springs.
8: Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. Go. AM 950 FM 94.9. The Answer.
4: It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now here's Roger.
5: My friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. With Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you tonight as we welcome another weekend throughout Central Florida. Hope you're enjoying the program. In a moment, we'll go to Coach Aaron Crawford, Athletic Director of at Apopka High School. And of course, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter balls players, coaches, and alumni, presented by Topaz Clinical Research also want to give you this brief word from our friends over at Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers were founded in 1972, and since that time, they've been serving the citizens of Central Florida with quality, affordable health care, now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Now, let's go to Coach Aaron Crawford, Athletic Director at Apopka High School. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us.
3: How are you doing, Renee? i uh, Roger.
5: Doing well. It's always great to talk about Popka sports, and you know, I'll just kind of uh, let you guide us. Um, and, and first of all, can you share with us some of the highlights of the of the winter sports programs in Popka?
3: Well, I tell you, we we've had a, a pretty successful winter. The uh, the girls soccer team won the first district title in a few years and went on to a regional semifinal where they they matched up with a really tough team from Bartram Trail in the regional semifinals and uh, didn't come out on top, but Super proud of those girls and Coach Perine for how hard they worked this year and fighting through some injuries and uh, making it into the into the regional playoffs. Um, unfortunately, boys and girls basketball didn't quite make it in; uh, they were just on the outside looking in. But uh, as far as uh, you know, wrestling is concerned, we've got a couple of successful programs going on right now. We have five girls that qualified for the state tournament uh, the weekend uh, next weekend down at Silver Spurs Arena, and then we actually have four young men that are fighting in the regional tournament today and tomorrow to try to get over into that same state tournament next weekend. So really successful stuff this winter uh, with our sports, and we're really proud of everything that they're doing to to represent the school and the community.
5: No, it's great to hear about the wrestling programs. You know, um, ever since we've been doing this show and I had a chance to – talk to some of the wrestlers and then of course the coaches over the years that's kind of become one of my favorite sports. And it's just, it's because of, as, as you know, um, it, wrestling is a program that, that requires such determination and, and, and such motivation, and uh, anybody out there uh, participating in high school wrestling uh, obviously loves it and has an incredible passion for it and is willing to, I guess, endure quite a bit of physical challenges in, in order to do that. So you always love to keep up uh, catch, uh, keep up with the wrestling programs.
3: Absolutely. It's, it's one of those sports where I don't think people realize what goes into it from a physical standpoint until – uh they actually get on the mat and and try to grapple for for 3 minutes at a time and uh and see what kind of physical condition you have to be in and and you know from a cardiovascular standpoint and you think it's just about strength but you've got to be able to last for a few minutes while while you know uh enduring some some awkward positions of your body and uh so we're really proud of the kids
5: No absolutely that's one of the things that uh, that always um impresses me about the wrestlers is the 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 amount of intense physical uh, um, you know effort they have to put out uh, how difficult it is uh, the dedication they have to have and 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 it's not a sport that really you get a whole lot of recognition either it's not like one of the more high-profile sports like football or basketball or baseball they they labor largely in anonymity and uh, um, you love doing it for the love of the game now, now, Coach, now, as we segue into spring sports, can you give us uh, you know, just a kind of an overview of, of, of some sports we should look to, to that might have a big year this year in, in spring sports?
3: Well, yeah, uh, this coming Monday we're in full swing with every single spring sport being active. Uh, I, I expect some really big things. Uh, we've got a couple of track athletes that I think are going to be at least regional, possibly state qualifiers uh, in some of our sprints and a couple of our throwers. Um I think flag football has a bunch of really great female athletes out there. And, in fact, uh, uh, we're talking about maybe doing uh, a little boys versus girls seven-on-seven versus flag football next week as as like an open practice for uh, for some folks to check out the flag football team before they get uh, fully throttled out uh, beyond the preseason next week. Obviously, baseball is one that stands out to everybody in the Apopka area. Uh, We have high expectations for them. We've already got four young men that have committed to playing college baseball, and we'll have a couple more hopefully before uh, the April signing day. And I I expect that Bobby is going to have these guys ready to go. Uh, They're at the big blue bonanza over at Lake Brantley tonight, uh, finishing up a a pretty tough schedule over there this week. But, um, you know, again – just looking forward to some great stuff from them. Uh, the softball team uh, had a split week this week. They they beat a team from Louisiana that came out kind of hot in the first inning, and our girls were resilient and stuck with it and ended up winning the game 7-2. to And then uh, they went up to DeLand last night and, and had a tough one up there. So uh, I think Mike's doing a good job with those girls, and the girls are working hard to try to get better every day. So looking forward to that. We have a – couple of boys weightlifters that i think are going to be real quality and and make it into the regionals um you know, and and you know if, if everything kind of plays in their in their corner then we'll have a couple of kids qualify for state which will be really nice because uh, that hasn't happened in a couple of years
5: no, well, thank you for for a great overview of upcoming spring sports. Of course, yeah, b- baseball, it's always very exciting to, to have baseball season come back around every spring and, of course, a, a softball as well, two of the premier programs on campus uh, for many, many decades now. Um, now, Coach, can, can you share with us um, just any insights you might have about... I mean, I'm looking ahead now to football in the fall of, of 2023. You know, in recent years the playoff picture, has uh, the, the criteria have changed almost every year uh, significantly over the past, I would say, two, three, four years. Do you, what do you see in store for, for next football season? Do you think things will stay the way they, they, they are now in terms of you know, the way you qualify for playoffs, or you, do you see any more changes, Lumi?
3: Well, I think this coming year it's going to stay the same as this year. Uh, we were in a two-year cycle with the FHSAA, so they're going to leave things pretty standard. Uh, I think the only thing that's going to change as far as the the playoffs is concerned is the lower classifications are not going to play their championships up in Tallahassee. They're actually going to be playing at uh, at, uh, the Orlando City Stadium right here, uh, local, and the upper classifications are going to continue to play their championships down in Fort Lauderdale at Drive Pink Stadium. Um, Once we get past this year, I think there's going to be some evaluation as to uh, if we want to keep things the same. And... I know that Craig Damon, the uh, the new executive director of the FHSA, as well as uh, Robbie Lindemann, who's the uh, director of football for the FHSA, are very open to new ideas and modifications that are going to benefit the students.
5: Very interesting. Thank you for giving us your insights and um, and now just uh, kind of more to a personal question. You you're a, a, a you know coach as well, obviously, and can you talk about um, you know just how your experiences as a coach, and of course the son of a coach, as you've shared with us, uh, shape your role um, and the way you handle your role as a, as an athletic director.
3: Well, you know, I, I think the most difficult part for me when I was transitioning from coaching into being an athletic director was letting letting go and letting coaches coach. And I think that's the biggest thing uh, from my standpoint is um, you know I want to make sure that the coaches are supported. Uh, with whatever i'm able to uh offer them but letting them do their jobs because we're all professionals we're all you know experts in our own field um and i want to want to make sure that they realize that i'm here to be a support mechanism for them
5: no, th- no that, that, that's great um in great perspective uh, anything else you'd like to share with us about it as we head into uh, the spring sports at apopka and and in general in high school sports throughout the state of florida
9: no, I, I,
3: you know, I, I just want to thank everybody who's been such a, a support for the, the kids and the, and the coaches over the, the course of this year. This first year here at Apopka has been amazing for me. Uh, I've met a lot of people and, and, and seen the passion of, of what makes Apaca so unique and, and what makes Apopka Athletics so unique. But uh, just, you know I want to invite everybody out there in the community to keep coming out to our games and, and watch our kids and, and, and see how we're going to grow the program into something that's going to be something special over the next couple of years.
5: Well thank you very much appreciate your efforts and I, yeah, I agree there I'm, I'm personally I'm excited about getting out and seeing some ball games in the, uh, this spring and I know a lot of a a lot of people in the community are as well and um, you appreciate the work that you do in the leadership.
3: Well I thank you for that and obviously I appreciate everything you do to help promote everything that we're doing.
5: Well thank you very much coach Aaron Crawford, athletic director at Apopka High School. Well, friends, we're going to take another break here in just a few seconds, actually, and then we're going to talk to um, a, a gentleman who's got great insights about sports in general and high school sports and specific, tr- specifically track and field coach, John Hemmer, who's a true coaching legend from his time as the head track coach, track and field coach at Oak Ridge High School, where he built a true dynasty over 29 years, and that included five state track and field championships. Before we go to that break, though, I want to remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central is presented by Topaz Clinical Research and let you know that Topaz Clinical Research, that's T-O-P-A-Z, Topaz Clinical Research, is enrolling patients in clinical trials now. Insurance is not required, and you're paid for your time and travel. You can visit them at TopazClinicalResearch.com, that's TopazClinicalResearch.com, or call them at 407-703-4342, that's 407-703-4342, and if you're 50 years or older, you qualify for a free memory screen. So call them today or visit TopazClinicalResearch.com. We'll be right back.
4: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
7: Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away, more great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org.
2: On the next Austin Tatum Show, I honestly believe that if we had a true revival in this country, I believe the country would change. Unity is at hand, and if we can find common ground... In Jesus' name, I believe that we'll see such an incredible difference, not only in our personal lives, but in our political experiences as well. Let's talk about it more on the next Also Tatum Show. Tonight
7: at 10, right after the Charlie Kirk Show on AM 950
2: and FM 94.9, The Answer. Have your blinds been bumming you out, but you don't want to spend January in a crowded store or go through countless consultations just to get a quote? Then you need Blinds.com. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no multiple trips to the store. Right now, Blinds.com is thanking their customers with savings at their big thank you sale. You need help in choosing? Talk to Blinds.com's expert designers for free to make the best selection from trendy woven wood to classic shutters, shades, and more. I have Blinds.com shades all around my house, and among other things, they don't seem to fade. They keep working. It's over a decade now. They have 40,000 five-star reviews. Plus, you can rest easy with Blinds.com's professional installation services and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop Blinds.com's big thank you sale now through January 24th and save up to 45% site-wide. That's blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
7: Topaz Clinical Research in Apopka is enrolling patients in clinical trials. Insurance not required, and you are paid for your time and travel. Visit them at topazclinicresearch.com, or you can call them at 407-703-4342. And if you are 50 years or older,
2: you qualify for a free memory screen. Call today. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Don't let too much of the year fly by without making sure you have a financial plan to get you through retirement. Chat with us live right now at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Investment advisor services offered for Fellowship Investment Advisor. a so registered investment advisor.
8: Worried about what you're breathing in?
7: With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called
1: Nivaj. Available at Nivaj.com
8: with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. Go. AM 950
5: FM
4: 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now here's Roger.
5: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening throughout Central Florida. And hope you're enjoying the program. Blue Arthur Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. We also keep a close eye on the high school sports scene throughout Central Florida and around the state of the Florida state of Florida as well. And that's going to be a topic for our next guest. Our next guest is actually the longtime coach track and field coach at Oak Ridge High School, where he established a true dynasty, track and field dynasty, which included five state track and field championships, state championships. We'll go to him in just a minute. Coach John Hemmer, of course, is who I'm, of whom I'm speaking. He also served as a coach on the 1992 U- U.S. Olympic track and field team at the Barcelona Olympics and He's a member of at least six Halls of Fame. I think it's more, but I, I lost track at six. Um, before we go to Coach Hemmer, of course, I want to remind you that the high school ballplayers and the dedicated coaches you hear on Blue Dart Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. And I want to let you know that if you have a garage door problem of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call At 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And I also want to, once again, give you this word from our friends over at Topaz Clinical Research and let you know that Topaz is enrolling patients in a clinical trial for OCD. If you are experiencing OCD symptoms and your current medication is not working for you, then you may qualify to participate in a clinical trial at Topaz Clinical Research in a Popka. That's T-O-P-A-Z. You can call them today at 407-703-4342. That's 407-703-4342. Or visit topazclinicalresearch.com. Now let's go to Coach John Hemmer, coaching legend from former track and field coach at Oak Ridge High School. Hello, Coach. Thanks for uh, catching up with us. Thank you, I'd Appreciate uh putting me on the show. Well, you know, and, and really, um I'd be happy to just get your wisdom on anything you want to discuss here in the next 10 minutes or so, but um, is there, um, I know you always keep a close eye, even though you're retired. Technically, I guess you're retired. <laughs> Maybe not so much uh, in actual, actual uh, reality, because I you know you're keeping very busy with a lot of different things, but um, you always seem to be very up on what's happening uh, in, in high school sports in Orange, Central Florida, especially Orange County. Is there anything that we should know about?
9: Well, I mean, I know this is the opening week this past week, you know, for the high school track and field season. Uh, uh, Seminole Seminole High School had a big invitation last Friday night. Uh, Winter Park hosted uh, a meet on Saturday and, for the first time in a very long, long time, Oak Ridge High School hosted a high school track meet at, a, at the, the facility that was rebuilt back in 2013 when they redid the school. So I, I guess you'd say the track season is up and running.
5: No, that That's great. Now, I'd like to um, you know, share about your extraordinary career and the successes that you had. Uh, one of the Halls of Fame I did want to mention um, – The the Halls of Fame that I've got recorded, and I'm I'm probably missing a couple, but (laughs) Coach uh, Hemmer is a member of the Florida Athletic Coaches Association Hall of Fame, the Florida High School uh, Athletic Association Hall of Fame, Metro Conference, the Golden South Classic, Florida Track and Field Hall of Fame, and St. Francis Prep, which is his high school Hall of Fame. And uh, that uh, is particularly impressive to me because two of his fellow Hall of Fame members, at St. Francis Prep include Vince Lombardi and Joe Torrey. So anyway, he's got quite an impressive re- resume there but and I'd like to ask you coach, can you talk about and you've got an interesting background about how you, you know, became a a track and field coach and 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 your college experience. Can you talk about um yeah, you, know, you you you, know, you went ended up at, from going to high school in Brooklyn and going to college at the University of South Carolina. Can you just share a little bit about that that interesting journey?
9: Well, uh, at, you know, at St. Francis, which is a Catholic private school, which is the largest Catholic private school in the country today, wasn't then when I attended, but it is today. And back then it was all boys, now it's co-ed. But I had opportunities in track, but all my opportunities in track were To go to St. John's, go to NYU, go to Fordham, Manhattan College. And when you go to high school, you know, you travel the subway for four years, you want to go off to college. And I had the good fortune to run for the New York Athletic Club uh, at the end of my high school career. And the coach, you know, wanted to know why I was going to go play football and not run track. And I told him I wanted to go to college, I wanted to go to a place where they had a dormitory. I didn't want to have to go ride the subway. He said, would you go to South Carolina? Co- coach there is a, is a Hall of Fame coach. His name was Weems Baskin. He said, if we go all the way back to 1928, when we both tried out for the Olympic team, I said, I have no qualms about that. I said, we even have a football player at, at South Carolina. And so that's how, that's how I got introduced to South Carolina. Uh, about two weeks after we talked, the NC two A meet was up in Philadelphia that year. I got on the bus, went up to Philadelphia, met met the coach. Next week, I was on the plane, to Columbia, signing the papers. So that's how, it, just being in the right place at the right time.
5: Very interesting. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you had an offer for football scholarship at Hostra, Is that correct?
9: Well, that was where I was going to go, and because I, I, I wanted to stay close, I wanted my you know my family to see me play football. I was going to play football, and. And plus, I would have had a chance to continue running for the New York Athletic Club at that time. So that was kind of the deal. But, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it worked out. It just, the way, it, you know, just the good fortune to run for the New York Athletic Club is what, what uh, opened it up for me.
5: Well, and I, I'm always kind of fascinated by that that story because it's quite a diversity of, of opportunities there to <laughs> to go to play football for Hofstra or to run track at South University of South Carolina. So uh, anyway, I always you know, enjoy hearing to tell about that story. Now, in the couple of minutes we've got left, I also want, of course, as, as many of our listeners know, Coach Hemmer has, you know, Highly instrumental in the Oak Ridge High School Athletic Hall of Fame um, and is very hands-on today, even today, uh, with helping to make that outstanding organization a a success. And their annual banquet is coming up in April. Can you just share a moment or two, a word with us, Coach, about the upcoming uh, Oak Ridge High Hall of Fame banquet? Well,
9: it is on April the 28th. It will be the 11th annual Hall of Fame banquet for, for Oak Ridge. We have an outstanding class uh, highlighted by uh, five athletes. Probably the most decorated is a gal named Monica Eccaroma who earned 14 letters in six different sports at Oak Ridge. And every year she was there, freshman to her senior year, she was voted the outstanding female athlete in the school. And longtime coach, Orange County coach, uh, 35 years at three different uh, schools uh, We spent nine years at Oak Ridge is Coach Lou Ferrelli who will be going into the Hall of Fame this year and so uh, kind of excited about that, a couple of outstanding track athletes, uh, Bias Phelps who was a state champion in 72, we have Gerald Jackson uh, state champion and All-American in 83, the only athlete at Oak Ridge ever to run in three state championship relay championship teams in the same meet in 1982 uh, Margaret Thurman, who was on three, you know, beat girls state track championship teams from 1981, 82, and 83. And we're going to celebrate the 40th anniversary uh, of that uh, of that team in 1983. And I'm leaving somebody else that uh, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, Darnell Harrison, a 1981 grad, 1991 grad, who is an outstanding coach right now in Central Florida. He has coached uh, Mount Dora to the 1A state championship uh, a couple of years ago and was also earned Coach of the Year honors. So we've got a super class and uh, really looking forward to it. also looking forward to the night before as we'll be part of the, the, the show of Talking Old School. And we just had the commitment to, yesterday from Michelle Finn, who will be in town for the Hall of Fame, and be available for that evening. So uh, it's going to be a good weekend for the Pioneers come April 27th, 28th,
5: 29th. I've got it on my calendar and looking forward to it. Well, Coach John Hemmer, thank you for catching up with us to spend a few minutes sharing your wisdom and insights. And uh, you especially appreciate all you do and have done, but especially the staying active and staying as a driving force in the Oak Ridge High School Athletic Hall of Fame.
9: Well, thank you, Roger, for giving me the opportunity to talk about uh, the Pioneer Hall
5: of Fame. I appreciate it. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to, to achieve what you guys do, and it's uh, it's just a great thing all the way around. Somebody's got to do it, and, and you're one of the ones that's not only doing it but helping to lead it. Well, guys, it's been great to be friends. It's been great to be with you here on this wonderful Friday evening. We're about to sign off in a few seconds. Before we do, a couple reminders: encourage you to stay tuned for the Charlie Kirk Show. Here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And then I want to let you know that on the Roger Frank and Williams show, Sunday at 2 p.m., we have special guest Sh- Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima will join me. And I especially h- hope we encourage you to, to tune that in. And we'll also be joined by Mary Sue Wynog of Wikaiba Island on the Roger Frank and Williams show this Sunday at 2 p.m. Well, friends, it's been great to be with you as we usher in another great weekend throughout Central Florida. Stay tuned for Charlie Kirk, and have a great night. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News Talk Station of the Year,
8: with this SRN News Update, starting now.
1: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Today is the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. However, things have not worked out quite the way Russian President Vladimir Putin envisioned. Military affairs analyst retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis